Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show podcast. If you ever miss the show on 92.3 WIL each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want. Thanks for listening. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. It's even better because it leads into a longer weekend, at least for most people. Oh my God. Right, like Monday once off. tomorrow gets here, it's going to yeah. be smooth sailing knowing that we've got a three-day weekend coming up. And it's a red, white, and booze weekend, which is even better. Yeah. Good morning, Casey. Morning. Morning, meet. Morning. And hello there, September. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. First day of September. The year has gone by. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Just think of like the end of the month, people talking about leaves changing. Going out to, you know, Branson and the Ozarks and all those places to see the leaves change on the trees. Christmas yeah. shopping. Was that uh, River Road? Is that Grafton? Yeah. Yeah. Seeing all the leaves change there. I don't know. Big thing. Anyways, it's September. So here we are. Welcome. Uh, we will dive into the love life of Leonardo DiCaprio today. It's an interesting one. It's a good one. Good news if you're under 25, ladies. We'll talk about that in Keeping Up With Casey today. Regis Philbin may have had the best free food card of all time. Do that in food news with Meats Eats today and Luke Bryan tickets, as well as Ted Drew's up for grabs today in Remy versus Casey. A brand new month. Slate is clean, which is good for Casey. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm so not excited that is. I lost yesterday. Let's get the show started. Happy Friday, Light. Thank you for listening. It's 92.3 WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. You might not hear from Leanne Rhymes much these days, as much as we used to, but she says you couldn't even pay her to return to her heydays in country music. So first off, she's celebrating her 40th birthday, which is crazy because... I think because she burst into the country music scene at like 13 years old, it's wild to think of her as, you know, 40 and having a family and all grown up now. Yeah. She says that she is so over her 30s. And in the past year, she started putting herself first instead of ignoring her needs to like take care of somebody else or like approve other people. Yeah. Does that make sense? Anyway. Are you... you ready for your 40s? Like, is that a thing? You're, I'm done with my 30s. I'm ready for my 40s. Is that what she's saying? Or she yes. wants to go back in time? No, she's saying she's ready for her 40s. Gotcha. She's saying she is so done with her 30s because so much of it, of it was spent taking care of others, like her two kids in her house. Yeah. Of course, I'm sure being in your 30s, you got to kind of live up to who you were at such a star at 19. And that's kind of tough. But I think she's using this milestone as a way to break into her own. She says one way she's doing that is by ditching high heels. She's like, I don't know why we do this to ourselves. If you see me like on an award show or something and I'm not dressed up in the way you think I should be, just know I'm doing it for myself. Um, And I think a lot of people get to this point, especially parents at a certain time in your parenting when you're like, oh, you can dress yourself, you make your own (laughs) snacks. I'm like, I'm going to go sit by myself for an hour, 
thanks. Leave me alone. Yep, yep. Uh, meet you ditched heels a while ago, right? I ditched them a long time ago. <laughs> and thank God my back is so much better for it now. But the fact that she was 13 when she came onto the scene and for the next almost decade, her life was controlled by other people. It was controlled by the industry. She was told what to do, where to be. And then she goes into a relationship where she's got kids. Like she's finally turning into herself. Like yeah. she's finally finding herself at almost 40. Yeah, she's just doing it at a different time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, Tyler Hubbard right now is between, you know, he he lived his heyday between 25 and 35 or 25 right. and 40 or whatever. She just did that at a very young age and now she's... It's the second act. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. She says, as a, as a child, I remember thinking that 30 was so old, but now that I'm there, I feel like I've got so much life under my belt. I'm so much wiser and I wouldn't be 22 again, even if you paid me. Heard that. I like that mindset. You can see some of the photo she did with her photo shoot with people. She looks amazing. That's on our Facebook page, 92.3 WIL. Remy and Casey. So we've all heard of like prenups and marriage, but what about a prenup when it comes to dating somebody? A bride-to-be said that she's reached a new level of crazy after asking her fiance to sign a relationship contract. I have just reached a new level of crazy because I just made, well, not made, like I said, I did not make, I, he did it out of his own free will, but my boyfriend, fiance, my fiance, because we just got engaged, uh, just signed a legal document and we got it notarized that if he cheats on me, he has to pay my bills. Actually got it notarized, like legal AF, that if he cheats on me, he's screwed. I'm so smart or crazy, I don't know. It's legal AF, guys. That's brilliant AF. It's also a legal term right there. Uh, But I guess everybody's praising her for for what she did. I don't know. I just feel like if you go into a relationship, you should just trust them, right? (laughs) Yeah, until you get cheated on. (laughs) (laughs) And then what? You're looking like a fool. I don't know, though. Paying a bunch of bills. Because he's paying my bills. Is this this girl engaged to... Uh, someone of like, no. is he a celebrity? Does no. he have money? Couldn't find anything. I looked him up and no. Nothing. So if he cheats on her, then he has to pay her bills. She apparently has some trust issues from her past is what she said. Gotcha. She's been done wrong a few times. Okay. I just don't. Uh. But I don't necessarily know that that needs to matter in the first place. Because think like even when you're going into a marriage and you get a prenup, it doesn't necessarily matter if like what their past is. You're just doing it to protect yourself. Yeah. Right. We always hear celebrities doing this, especially when they're both like, you know, a J-Lo and a Ben Affleck situation. They've all, they've both made their own money. So if they were to get divorced, they would just get divorced and each keep their own money. But there's a lot of situations in like Jeff Bezos's case when he got divorced from his wife, she got like $48 billion or something (laughs) on the way out, just like billions of dollars. I like, if you have any shared costs at all, rent, mortgage, utilities, a dog, whatever, I like it. Even if you're roommates, I like it. And not even dating the person. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, you're living with your boyfriend, Casey. I mean, do you guys have any agreements like this to where- yeah, I mean, it's not like in writing legally. Maybe I could I think and get you it notarized. But ever since we started dating, it was a very clear that, similar to this girl, actually, if you cheat on me or if I catch you messing around, I'm gonna your cut vehicle it off. is mine. <laughs> Simply because, not because I want to drive it, yeah. but because I want you to watch me wreck it. Oh, <laughs> wow. And that's it. Uh, so it's just verbal. I think you need to get that on writing. Yeah, I know. You need to get that notarized and everything. 
Do you know a notary public? Official I AF. know someone. I think I know someone that can help me out. But uh, I think she's genius for this. I think this is hilarious. And I mean, it could definitely get messy if people start doing it more often. But I'm not mad at it. If your partner brings up a prenup like this, are you offended by it? Uh, yeah, I don't know. You're offended? I'm old school, guys. I don't know. I feel like you... you you're getting into a relationship with someone, especially now they're engaged. So you've gone through the entire, you've gone through the vetting process at that point. You should know that you can trust this person or not. So I would say no prenup. You're so old school. Just put your a, head down, get cheated on and move right past I don't have it. a prenup. Yep, There's don't none say of a that. thing. None of those things are happening. Let us know on the Facebook page. I really, I'm, I'm curious because it seems like she's just getting nothing but positive feedback when it comes to this. A lot of people are um, like, yeah. this is the smartest thing I've ever heard. I wish getting married already came with this agreement. Yeah, because either way, she gets either a faithful husband or she gets her bills paid forever. Yeah, it should go both ways though. True. <laughs> it should go both ways. He did it again. Albert did it again. And Albert smokes one into center. Backing up, making the catch. Here's Goldie. The score. Wasn't a home run. Wasn't that fancy. But Albert did come through with the big hit, a sacrifice. Go ahead last night to put the Cardinals in position to win. 13 innings it took. And then he finally got that hit. They win 5-3. Big game. Big win for the Cardinals. Newt Bar! <laughs> Home run. Arenado had one as well. Newt Bar is he's catching fire, man. It's becoming much more fun to say the name and do the Newt. Yeah. I uh, I I think it'd be awesome if he came out with some sort of chocolate bar or something. But oh, it I feel seems, like it's only a matter of time. It seems like every Cardinal that has come out with some sort of food product has just failed miserably after that product has gone to market. So I say no Newt Bar. Remember when they uh, <laughs> had a Colton Wong Hawaiian shirt night and then they sent him down and then yeah. they had to bring him back up just for his Hawaiian shirt night? I think <laughs> I, think New, I think New Bar will just be good just coasting where he's at just right now. keep it where it's yeah. at. So you get a bigger <laughs> name there, buddy. Uh, Remy, you mentioned the lack of fans in Cincinnati, especially Reds fans. This happened last night in their ballpark. Yadi Molina walks up to the plate and fans chanting the opposing catcher's name. <laughs> Welcome to Cincinnati baseball. Uh, the Cardinals do have a six-game lead right now in the division. They're over the Milwaukee Brewers right now. Things are looking good. The Cardinals have a series with the Cubs coming up. The Cubs not doing great this year. Meanwhile, the Brewers play the Diamondbacks, who are really bad too, but they've won five of their last six. So nice. they get a couple wins against Milwaukee. The Cardinals are in cruise control the rest of the way. Uh, some unfortunate news in Chicago. Tony La Russa, yesterday before the White Sox played the Kansas City Royals, after pregame warmups, he was essentially pulled from the game. He was uh, told, asked, I'm not sure, by his doctors that told told him not to go out there. So pregame festivities happened. Not sure exactly what happened to force them to keep him in the uh, in the clubhouse, but he did not manage. There was some player comments after the game, and it was kind of like, oh, a lot of things were mentioned, maybe a heart thing, who knows. Yeah. But he's out indefinitely right now for the Chicago White Sox. Dude, when, when they announced him as manager for the White Sox, I was like, I didn't think that guy had any more yeah. management years in him like it's retirement like yeah. just be retired you he, know he's the guy that's never gonna retire i mean yeah. he will be involved in baseball until he stops whether it's a front you know front office role whatever he's gonna do it till he dies that's just who he is but he's 77 years old uh i thought it was gonna be like a culture thing they bring him in they kind of revamp the culture they get him out bring in somebody else 
Who knows, but he's out indefinitely right now. And he's gotten a lot of flack this season because of his game decisions, a lot of pushback from the fans. It looked like it was probably going to be his last season with the White Sox. And I think now we're probably pretty sure. Well, I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. Do hope he's okay. Uh, Chris Duncan's brother, Shelly, his younger younger brother in the organization. Who knows if that might be the next guy. But a couple former Cardinals could be in the mix there to help Tony out. But that's the latest in sports. Thoughts and prayers to TLR. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Everybody has a type, right? Like, you know what you like in another person or what you're looking for. But sometimes some people's types is weirder than others. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio has recently ended his relationship with Camila Marone. After four years together, she's an actress and a model. Leo, 47 years old. Camila recently turned 25. That's cool. But in the midst of their split, it is been brought to everyone's attention that he's actually never dated anyone over the age of 25 in his entire life. Wow. He's had many long-term relationships, just to name a few. Giselle Bunchen together for five years. (laughs) She was 24 when they split. Bar Raffaele, together for six years. She was 25 when they split. Blake Lively was 25 when they split. And countless other girls in between like scattered, you know, but he never. Blake Lively? I didn't know yeah, that. But never over the age of 25. Now Camila Marone, they spent five years together. As soon as she turned 25, She's out the dough. That's so weird. Do they know this going in? Do they know no matter what that when they hit 25, it's done? I think they do now. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think anybody's really put this out there until recently. Like, this is an article. Some Didn't some guy put together a whole, like, flow chart of all of... A whole lineup <laughs> of how it works because, you know, because he's had so many long-term relationships and now he's 47, the fact that he has been with one person for the last five years kind of felt like, oh, this might be his person. Yeah. Cool. But then she hit 25 and that was it. This seems like some Illuminati stuff. It does. You know what I mean? Like there's some like secret society, can't go over 25 kind of weirdness happening. Yes. I don't know how the dynamics of this work. I'm sure there's not a whole lot of talking, but when you do talk, like what do you talk about? (laughs) It's like a 20 plus year difference. Exactly. She's a child. 22. If he continues dating less than 25, the age gap will never be less than 22 years from here on out. Yeah. it's, It's always odd. And, you know, Lauren and I encounter this when we have friends that don't have kids it's weird to have friends that don't have kids because there's not a whole lot like you said meat to talk about because that's all you really talk about is how much your kids you're so rule you can your, get into bars now huh? rule your lives <laughs> yeah, yeah right so if you're not in the same life stage that's a that's a big deal but apparently it doesn't matter if you're in hollywood and you have millions of dollars right <laughs> i don't know this blew my mind when i saw all of the i mean it lists at least 12 girls that he's been linked with over the past 40 years or whenever he stepped into Hollywood. Yeah. And never once have they crossed into 26. Well, we saw what Rose looked like when she got old. I can't blame him. I don't blame him one bit. Oh. <laughs> get, a, get him out of there. On to the next one. Oh, my gosh. But she well, had a big blue diamond, though. Right. Yeah, she threw it to the ocean. That was worth more than Leo himself. Anyway, uh, maybe I'll post more to the Facebook page. Follow us at 92.3 WIL. is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. 
new poll says men are delusional. We're talking very specifically about one thing, though. Chores. I don't know about that. I think it's plenty of things. <laughs> the survey looked at how much housework men and women do in relationships. And the two sides don't seem to agree. And when I saw this, I was like, I feel like I do a lot around the house. Mm-hmm. But then you actually think about it. And it's probably nowhere near what your significant other does. If you're a guy. Uh, women don't realize just how much guys do to pitch in. Or men think they're doing more than they really are. Yeah, we mow the yard. That is true. And take out the trash. Yeah. A recent study found that women are still doing almost twice as much housework than men are. So wow. it suggests that men are delusional. Yeah. And I, I especially think when, you, when you're living with someone, you're too in it to maybe see that unless someone shows you. However, you also might get used to like the magic fairies that just clean up the socks after you throw them down on the ground. <laughs> or like you kind of get used to things. And I feel like that might have an effect on that too. Yeah. Uh, a few chores include laundry, which I do my own laundry. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You don't just and do it all together? No. no. And then my my uh, my wife will do hers and then the kids. And when she sits down to do like and sort the kids laundry. It's a process. I get overwhelmed just watching it and there's been a couple times in our relationship where she's like well you can do their laundry and I was like okay I'll shape up I'm fine yeah, I'm good <laughs> not gonna do it not gonna do it that's the one thing <laughs> uh, budgeting and paying bills 51% of women and 58% of men both think that it's mostly something they handle each month uh, child care 59% of moms say that the majority of that falls on them but 30% of dads agree and I guess it depends on if you're like a stay-at-home mom or something like that. Yeah, every oh, situation's yeah. kind of different. Yeah. Factors go into. I also, I feel like families probably just adapt, like one person adapts to one thing. Like I know in my house, he does the dishes, that's fine. I'm going to clean the toilets. And like everything is kind of just split. Yeah. You know, you know, it, it's yours. And a yeah. lot of it's based on your schedule, like the childcare thing. If it's taking a kid to daycare or whatever, that might be because one parent works mornings and the other can't. So, right. So the chores that are not so split on women tend to agree that men deal with uh, taking out the trash, mowing the lawn, and men tend to agree that women do more of the cleaning in general. We talked yesterday about the little things that couples bicker about. And I said, it's my job to make the bed. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. I almost instantly got a text from my wife. Who said, your job? Then why okay. don't you do it? <laughs> <laughs> so that's just a little bit of that delusion creeping in. Like, I always feel like I do it. And she's like, no, you don't, buddy. Oh, my God. The truth is, the truth is I actually am helping you almost every time. So oh. uh, let us know what you think on the Facebook page. I posted those up there, 92.3 W-I-L. Versus Casey, we've got our contestants on the phone, Paul and Warrington and Mark in New Athens. Mark, you are on the phone first, so who do you think is going to win today, Remy or Casey? Uh, I'm going to go with Remy. All right. Uh, I like it. Let's go. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. Might be a good choice. Remy won yesterday, winning the month of August today, the first day of September. Fresh slate, brand new start, and we've got a game of Back in My Day. Some trivia questions from the 90s, late 90s, 2000s, 2010s. We'll see how these two do. You guys get one steal apiece. The last round, you'll have some multiple choice options. Remy, first question is yours. Ben Affleck 
is J-Lo's fourth husband. Which ex-husband was she married to the longest? <laughs> I mean, I only know of one, one. other one. So I will say Alex Rodriguez. Whoa. Casey, do you want to steal? They were only engaged. I don't know. Mark I mean, Anthony. No. It's correct. No, I don't follow Jalen. Almost a decade. Wow. She married okay. one of her backup dancers. I think she was engaged to another one, just like Brittany. Okay. <laughs> Casey, this is yours. What was the name of the clothing brand that... P. Diddy, Puffy, Puff Daddy, whatever you want to call him, formed in 1998. Oh, I don't know. I feel like it's like starter K-Swiss. K-Swiss. Nope, Remy, do you know it? Say the question again. What was the name of the clothing brand that P. Diddy formed, founded in 1998? Man. Uh, I want to say FUBU. <laughs> but I don't think that? I don't think that's it. We only have one steal. One steal. I'm not gonna. I, I will not take a steal on this. All one. right. The answer. The correct answer. Sean John. Sean uh, John. Fubu is Damon John's from uh, Shark Tank. So oh, that's probably yeah, why it's in your thought true. process. Yeah, you hear yeah, it all the time. Yeah. All right. Casey leads one nothing in the round number two. We go. This is the music round. Remy, your question. Which music video did Britney Spears wear the famous red jumpsuit for? Crap. What song? Oh my gosh, dude. It's not toxic. Is it toxic? Ah, uh, crap. I remember this video vividly. You should. But I don't know what song it is. <laughs> Can I have a choice? A multiple choice? Nope. You want to take a guess? It's your question. You can guess. Toxic. It's not toxic. Oh my god. It's oops. Oops, you got that one wrong. Casey got it right. Two I didn't nothing. Even know oops was a song. Oops, I did oops, it I again. Oops, I did it again. It's what? Oops. Uh, I oh, gotcha. Did it again. What were you doing as a teenage boy? Come on. Not paying attention to lyrics and or song titles. <laughs> oh, I get it. Oh my gosh. All right, Casey. Visual. This is yours. <laughs> <laughs> what famous band was Ozzy Osbourne a member of? Black Sabbath. Is that a song or a band? <laughs> I didn't think there was a chance. I didn't either. She came <laughs> up with that one. Uh, all right. Three nothing. Casey leads. The last round, though, is worth two points if you can do it. Remy, your question. Two points with the uh, or without the options. One point if you need them. Who was the female lead in the 2002 movie A Walk to Remember? Mandy Moore. So Boom. good. Remy's on the board. Yes. Three to two. Still could win it. Still could. Casey, your question. What artist was caught lip syncing on Saturday Night Live in 2004? Was it? Was it? Was it? Could have been. Ashley Simpson. Is it right? Casey. Yay! You know how I remember that? I came back to school the next day and my fourth grade teacher told us about it. Really? Wow. Yeah, I pulled that one out of the memory bank. My fourth grade teacher. Uh, that'll make you, feel, make you feel old real fast. <laughs> I do remember that moment. It was like, oh my gosh, a lip syncer? What is happening? We've caught them. And like everybody lip syncs now. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we've got our winner here, Paul in Warrington. Do you want to go see Luke Bryan or do you want some Ted Drews? 
Luke Bryan. All right, going to see Luke Bryan. Uh, Mark, we got you some Ted Drews, and uh, we started the month with a loss for Rebby. That's okay, because that's, you just won the month that's y- true. yesterday. That's my game, though. I yeah. did not perform today. I don't, no. like, I don't like myself today. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Blake Shelton likes to check up on his bars from time to time in fun ways, especially when there might be a special surprise. But keep that in mind. Let's back things up a little bit. Dalton Dover is a country music artist that was a contestant on The Voice. Specifically, he was on Team Blake. Dalton did well in The Voice, and now he's wrapping up his month-long residency at Blake's Nashville Bar, Old Red, on Broadway. Yeah. He did that on Tuesday. And while he was there performing, he was so rudely interrupted when the big screen behind him showed what looked like the other side of a FaceTime call Mm -hmm. with Blake Shelton. Blake said he was just calling in, checking up to see uh, how Dalton's set was going that day. But then he asked, by the way, what are you doing December 3rd? Dalton's like, nothing. (laughs) What? And the crowd's like looking at the screen. Oh my God, Blake Shelton's on FaceTime. Dalton's like, what are you talking about? Blake said, okay, that's good that you're not busy because we'd like you to perform at the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, that's cool. We've talked about this before. It's always interesting when new artists are invited because you have to be invited. You can't just like make a date to go perform there or have your people call their people. They have to formally invite you somehow Mm -hmm. or a member of the Opry has to invite you somehow like Blake Shelton. Yeah. So speechless, Dalton stepped back from the mic. He wiped his eyes and the crowd went wild the way that a crowd does when someone's getting engaged, but the girl hasn't said yes yet. And they're like, say yes, come on. And he's emotional and Blake's like, hey, if you're busy, it's no big deal. You ain't gotta. Dalton spoke right up and said he promised that he'd be there. The video is really sweet. I just posted it to our Facebook page because when I saw it, I was like, how cute and full circle. Someone who started their career on The Voice, thanks to Blake Shelton for turning his chair. And now Blake Shelton also gets to be the one to surprise him and welcome him to the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, I feel like even some of the most seasoned artists in country music still step into that circle at the Grand Ole Opry and they still get nervous. Right. Like it's still a, like a very magical thing to do that. So it's awesome that he gets to, that he gets to go perform there. And yeah. to give him that chance like to celebrate in front of a bunch of people, how often do we talk to an artist like, you know, Alexander Kay or somebody like that? We're like, oh yeah, Tim McGraw called me to come on tour and I was in my mom's basement or whatever. Like, yeah. no, you can't celebrate that moment, but you're you're in front of hundreds, maybe a thousand people or whatever. That's a huge, huge opportunity for you. Yeah, I would assume that they had had his friends and close family or whoever there that day for yeah. that show. But um, it was a cute video. So it's on our Facebook page. Find it. Search us 92.3 WIL. I don't watch The Voice, but seeing this reaction makes me want wish I watched that season. You know you want it in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Cakes and pies. Cakes and pies. It's Meats Eats. Did you say steak? On 92.3 WIL. It's funny because he's fat. Think about the last time you went out to eat and got a meal for five bucks. Anywhere. Fast food, sit down. Man. It's probably been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. Unless you're going to Little Caesars or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, $5 foot longs. Yeah. That's all I can think of. Not that fresh. IHOP, uh, they've got you covered, though, on the $5 meals. They're bringing back their 2 by 2 by 2 for just $5. That gives you 
your two delicious, fluffy buttermilk pancakes, two eggs, however you want them, and your choice of two uh, pieces of bacon strips or sausage, whatever you like. Mm-hmm. $5. That's not bad at all. You can't beat that. When was the last time you had IHOP? Uh, 10 years ago. It's like a, I feel like it's a very high school. They were a sponsor for a little bit. I had a lot of IHOP, and I think I feel like it was 2020, early 2021. It's always good when you go. You yeah. just it's kind of a, you know an afterthought sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're... Food outside of breakfast, also delicious, by the way. But this is available for dine-in only at participating IHOP locations nationwide. It'll start next Tuesday, September 6th, and run through October 2nd. So if you're looking for a cheap meal, want to take the kids out, whatever, you got it right there. One thing that I've always been interested about is the like lifetime cards that they give out to certain restaurants. You always hear about it, but like, you never really see it. You never know anybody that has them. Like Chipotle apparently has one. I would love to have that. Huh. Like Culver's, that'd be great. Taco Bell. Like celebrities that get them. Usually, or like big influencers on social media nowadays. They might snag one every now and then. Uh, I would love to have that, of course. But there is somebody who did have one. Regis Philbin, the late Regis Philbin. Regis! He was apparently a uh, an endorser. Did some work for McDonald's way back in the day, late 80s, early 90s. And he got one of those cards for his work. His son-in-law now was a producer on the Dan Lebitard show yesterday. They got to talking about this, and he kind of dove into some details about Regis than the whole situation with McDonald's. They would be on like a car trip somewhere, and he would see a McDonald's, and he would get really excited, and he would pull in to the McDonald's, and he would go inside and he kept <laughs> this thing with him in his wallet, and he would rush up to the counter, and they would order a bunch of Big Macs and stuff, and then he would go, look, I get free McDonald's for life, and then the cashier would just stare at it confused because it was like, what is this? Why is Regis Philbin in this random McDonald's demanding free $3 hamburgers? That's the thing. Even if you got one, nobody knows that they're actually real. Yeah. You think the, the teenager working at McDonald's or wherever you get it from is going to be like, oh, yeah, we got you, Mr. Philbin. Or she remember, doesn't even recognize him. Do you remember the pasta pass from Olive Garden? So you get, you, no. you'd spend like a hundred bucks and you get free pasta or free. You get unlimited pasta for a certain amount of time. I did that twice and maybe used it once or twice. And each time that I used it, the waitress was like, I don't, I don't what know, is what, this? know what, what it is. this is. It's like, bro. I'm a VIP. It's a pasta right. pass. Do you not know? It's a pasta pass, <laughs> it's a pasta obviously. Pass. Let's go. And apparently they're not doing it anymore. I always felt that way with like the coupon books, you know, the kids sell when they're growing up or whatever oh, in school yeah. and like yeah. you tear it out and you take it to the place and they're like, yeah, well, what the hell is that? Yeah, what is that? Yeah. I don't know. When did we agree to this? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Regis apparently could afford stuff, so he would always just buy it instead, I guess. Yeah. It just kind of always resulted in him being like, oh, here's 15 bucks or whatever. Take my money. <laughs> they probably thought he made it up. Like it Probably. Was- Oh, yeah. printed it off and was like, ah, lifetime membership to McDonald's. It's because he can't afford anything. That was a good impression. Thanks. Rages. (laughs) Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. I feel like vanity license plates used to be cool, but I don't think they're as cool anymore. I don't think anybody thinks they're cool anymore. You guys have seen it all by now, too. Yeah, you guys ever had vanity plates? So I got my license, my first car in 2011, and my parents did put Casey as my very first license plate. <laughs> they stayed that way for like six years. Ah, the first name. I had Illinois State University plates for several years, and then when you get your registration to renew in Illinois, it's like $50 more than regular registration. So mm-hmm. sorry, ISU, but I... 
Already gave the state all my money. Yeah, I bowed out of that one real fast. Well, Virginia just released a list of unapproved vanity license plate requests. I feel like if people just took a little bit more time to use brain power on other things, <laughs> we'd be much better off as a society. Uh-huh. But instead, they're putting in a whole bunch of work into this. The not approved license plate list of what I can say on the air. Opoo. O-H-H-P-O-O. This one I kind of like a lot. TF Karen. See, that's not that that's bad. Cute. <laughs> that's cute. You're not even spelling out the bad word. Uh, pretty AF. P-R-T-T-Y-A-F. Can you do anything AF? I guess not. I guess not. Poop man. I don't know why you'd want that on your license plate, All but right. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's, it's like a Roto-Rooter or something. Yeah. Uh, Rifa. <laughs> People suck. <laughs> Spelled P-P-U-L-S-U-C. And this one's my favorite. W-T-H-2020. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> Whatever happened to freedom of speech? Can't, why, why, why isn't this a thing? Yeah, why, are they, why are they killing us on everything here? It was, I feel like Colorado just had... A whole contest to see who could come up with the best marijuana license yeah. plate name. That's funny. Very specific. What uh, state is this? Virginia? This is Virginia, yeah. I don't know if you can speak freely there. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, some other solid plates that like are approved are things like I Am Groot, which is a Marvel thing. You guys probably don't. Yeah, no, no. 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 Not Over cool enough head. for that. Right. Uh, why You Crying? Um, YOLO. Why You Always Crying? Hump Day? <laughs> <laughs> And my favorite from this list is expired, but it's on the back of a hearse. Oh, <laughs> see, that is that's catchy. Funny. I like that. Uh, but for the most part, plates like vanity plates, I guess only 11.5% of people in general in the nation will get a vanity plate at some point. See, I don't want people knowing anything about me when I'm that's driving the down the road if I cut them off or something. Yeah, I don't that's exactly. That. I, I just like the anonymity. I know there's a ton of forerunners out there, but if I have one that says Remy on the back of it, you know. That's why I had to get rid of mine because I started working for radio and I was like, I can't have people knowing what car I'm driving if I'm going to cut them off. If I'm not using my blinkers on 270, guaranteed, I'm not. (laughs) Going 90. You know. Remy's going to be behind you going, no, Casey. He already Blinkers on. Let's go. Let's go. If you've got a cool vanity plate, let us know about it on the Facebook page. I posted this story up there. You can see a bunch of the ones from Missouri. I actually posted up a, an older story there, 92.3 W.I.L. It's Remy and Casey Salute to Freedom, powered by RNR Tire Express. $20 down gets you four new tires at rnrmidwest.com. Today we salute Jason Downey. I don't know if he's actively serving as a Marine or if he has served in the past, but just says he's a U.S. Marine Corps. So thank you so much, Jason, for your service. We appreciate you. Jason sent us a request song. He wants to hear Chris Stapleton, Tennessee Whiskey. If you are a veteran or actively serving or you know someone who is, submit a salute to freedom for them at 923wil.com where they can also submit a request song. 923wil, new country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out today. Uh, tomorrow's a Friday and we're very excited about this. It's a free ticket Friday. Yes. We've got Luke Bryan tickets uh, starting in the 8 o'clock hour and then all the way through the day until 5. Your chance to win Luke Bryan tickets to join us next week. He's going to be playing with Riley Green and Mitchell Tenpenny. That's right. And also after the free ticket Friday leading into the weekend, it's a red, white, and booze weekend. So we have drinking songs, summertime songs, throwback. It's not going to sound like your regular day just turned and in, tuned into WIL. It's going to sound a lot more fun. So if you have any request songs, you can send them in at 92. 
923wil.com. Yep, just keep it here on 923wil all weekend long. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. We will see you back here tomorrow for a Friday. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah.